Shalom, and welcome to the Union of Messianic Jewish Congregations weekly Torah commentary series. I'm Michael Hillel from Havarat Adonai Shama in Netanya, Israel. This week we will be discussing the days of awe, the days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. By the time you read or listen to this commentary, we will be in the days of awe, or in Hebrew, Yamim Noarim, a time that is also known as the days of repentance. These days are set aside for serious introspection, a time to consider the previous year's mistakes and shortcomings, and to repent before the sound of the shofar that ends Yom Kippur. While much of the focus is on one's mistakes in keeping or not keeping the commandments of God, there is an equally important focus on seeking reconciliation with others that one may have wronged in word or deed during the past year. In Mishnah Yoma 8.9, it's written, For transgressions between a person and God, Yom Kippur atones. However, for transgressions between a person and another, Yom Kippur does not atone until he appeases the other person. This need to be reconciled before bringing one's offering before Hashem is not only an idea developed by the sages. Yeshua taught his Talmudim, Therefore, if you are presenting your offering upon the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, Leave your offering there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and present your offering. Matthew five twenty three and 24 In our world today, which is fractured and polarized over an unending multitude of ideologies and opinions, it is safe to say that regardless of our stance on such issues, we have offended and even isolated ourselves from others to whom we were once close. During these days of awe, we have an opportunity to reach out to those we've offended, and even to those who have offended us. This reaching out is not an opportunity to correct or to change the other's mind. Rather, it is an opportunity to offer an attitude of shalom one that recognizes our differences while at the same time recognizing that spark of the Creator that is in each one of us, that makes us family. The psalmist wrote, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. Psalms 133.1 And Yeshua taught his disciples, By this all will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. John 13.35 Note that neither the psalmist nor Yeshua called for complete agreement between one another. Rather, that we are to love and respect one another, even though we are different. As well as being in the days of awe, the Shabbat between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is called Shabbat Shuvah, or Shabbat of Return. This Shabbat draws its name from the first of its two Haftarah readings, which opens with, Return, O Israel, to Adonai your God, for you have stumbled in your iniquity. 
Hosea 14.2. The second Haftarah reading begins with these words of encouragement if Israel does return. Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity, overlooking transgression for the remnant of his heritage? He will not retain his anger forever because he delights in mercy. Micah 7.18. We often hear these two verses, assuming that they refer to our relationship with Hashem, broken by our transgression and restored by our repentance. But remember, our relationship with Hashem is affected by our relationship with others. In looking at the idea of repentance and restoration during the days of awe, I came across an article by Chosen People Ministries in which the author makes an incisive observation. Most Jewish people understand that repentance is the path that leads to salvation and forgiveness of sin, which is secured at the closing moments of Yom Kippur. Though it is difficult to explain the difference between the Jewish and Christian understanding of salvation, the Jewish community stresses forgiveness far more than personal salvation, especially as salvation is understood by most Christians. Jewish people are not as apt to think about personal salvation or a secured future beyond the grave in the same way Christians do. When I read this, I immediately thought of the seventh bracha of the daily Amidah. Heal us, Lord, and we shall be healed. Save us, and we will be saved, for you are our praise. Bring complete recovery for all of our ailments, for you, God, King, are a faithful, compassionate healer. Blessed are you, Lord, healer of the sick of his people, Israel. Israel has always seen Hashem as the one who took care of them in a very practical manner. Remember Hashem's words to Israel as they prepared to enter the land of Canaan? I led you for 40 years in the wilderness. Your clothes have not worn out on you, and your sandals have not worn out on your feet. Deuteronomy 29.4 Equally, Hashem provided food and water for the people and their animals throughout their travels. And one of the most moving prayers in both the Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur services is the Un Tane Tokath, which reveals this understanding of care that Hashem has for his people. On Rosh Hashanah it is inscribed, on Yom Kippur it is sealed. How many shall pass away, and how many shall be born? Who shall live and who shall die? Who in good time and who by timely death? Who by water and who by fire? Who by sword and who by wild beast? Who by famine? Who by thirst? Who by earthquake and who by plague? Who by strangulation and who by lipidation? Who shall have rest? Who shall wander? Who shall be at peace, and who pursued? Who shall be serene, and who tormented? Who shall become impoverished, and who wealthy? Who shall be debased, and who exalted? 
but repentance, prayer, and righteousness avert the severity of the decree. It is often said that followers of Yeshua are so concerned with their eternal dwelling that they care little for their earthly one. Maybe what is necessary is to a blend of the two understandings, recognizing that Hashem cares both for our here and now as well as for our eternity. During the days of awe, we should look for ways to be reconciled with those whom we've drifted away from. Equally, we should remind ourselves that Hashem is not only concerned with our eternal dwelling place, but with each and every day of our lives on this plane as well. This is Michael Hillel signing off and wishing you Shabbat Shalom and Gemar Hatimah Tovah. For more commentaries like this one, visit umjc.org forward slash commentaries.